Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You hear it right here on Ring Talk with Pedro, number one in the world, first and foremost. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Why don't you jump on the team and come on in for the big win? Yes, sir. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. I was hallucinating one time, and I thought he came into my hotel room window, and I realized I didn't have any windows. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Yes, sir. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than 29 years, and straight up today, for two hours. On the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and of course, the American Forces Network, we talk combat sports, boxing, professional boxing, Russell Provodnikov losing his WBO 140-pound title Saturday night on HBO in an incredible scoring. One judge had a 117-109, the other two judges had a 114-112 for the new champion, albeit controversially talk about Chris Algurio of Long Island, New York. So we've got an upset to talk about or a controversial scoring, whichever you want to put, however you want to put that. We've got UFC 174 to talk about. We've got the week coming up. We've got the retirement party of Sergio Martinez, the world middleweight champion, the guy that entered the ring last week against Miguel Cotto with not one knee brace, but two knee braces. The guy looked like he looked like he needed, you know, a pair of those adjustable crutches. Seriously, and he was defending the world linear and middleweight championship. Come on, were you surprised he got face planted three times in the first round, knocked down three times in the first round? No, I wasn't. Because when you come into a fight like that and you're all busted up and you're 39 going on 79, guess what? You can go at any time. I will say this Martinez was in the fight, folks, until the bell rang. That's just the way it went. We have open phone lines coast to coast if you'd like to join me and talk some boxing or mixed martial arts. We even talk a little pro wrestling if you want. 1 800. 878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com, using the hash mark RingTalk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We come to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Fantasy Sports? Join Score Streak today. It's the easier, better fantasy site with no salary cap. Just pick three players in each of the three selected categories. The higher your goal is for the players, the more points you can win. Compete against your friends and others for real cash. This is totally legal and is based in the United States. Just register at scorestreak.com. Draft any athletes for your categories and go for a perfect score. No salary caps, no headaches, no problem. Go to scorestreak.com to learn more and win big. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HDTV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional 
professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MYTV. That's 877-499-MYTV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MYTV. That's 877-499-MYTV. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. Steiner Sports Auctions have always featured some of the greatest items in sports history, and this spring is no exception. Check out auctions.steinersports.com for the unbreakable auction before it ends on June 17th. This set includes hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind items, greats like Babe Ruth and Deacon Jones, plus Hall of Famer Joe DiMaggio's game-used bat from the 1951 World Series. Many say DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak is unbreakable. This bat would certainly be the highlight of any collection. Be sure to make your bids before the June 17th deadline at auction.steinersports.com. I'm not a trainer, but I can show you this if you like. Appreciate any help I can get. What you want to do is you want to think of it as a man, see? It's constantly moving. It's moving towards you. It's moving around you. It's moving away from you, all right? Now, you don't want to hit him when he's coming towards you because what he's going to do is he's just going to push you back. It's going to smother your punches, take your balance, right? So you watch him real carefully. Keep rotating. That keeps your head moving. And keep one shoulder back. So you're always ready to fire a power shot. Right? Go ahead now. Good. 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 Keep that chin tucked in. Keep moving. Keep moving. Good. 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 Like good. Yeah. Tuck that chin in now. Tuck that chin in. That's good. Now you get this down, we'll put you on the speed bag. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power on tour as I speak with Steve uh, Steve Miller, Journey. They're just rocking it up, going coast to coast. Talked with Emilio via text yesterday, and uh, he's having a good time. He's got to be up there in his 60s now, about 66 years old, I guess, so, and he's touring, you know, like they're on the bus every day. And every time they go to a gig, they get to rest the night, and then boom, go do the gig. Or sometimes they just come in that morning and do the concert that night and fly out that night. Wow, that... That's crazy. Anyway, Tower of Power on the road with Journey and, of course, Steve Miller. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You know, maybe Russell Provodnikov, although he might have deserved to have the decision last night, I thought he did. I think the 117-109 score for him was probably a, pretty close to being right, 116-112, somewhere around there. Anyway, the two judges that had a 114-112, they were all over the place as far as winning, uh, giving uh, Algeri certain rounds, and there was they never really got together and 
and agreed on certain rounds. So the judges were all over the place, which means to me the card was either a hard fight to uh, score live there, or 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 the judges um, had some other issues. And we'll just put it to you like that. But the 114-112 scores twice, and then the 117-109 score for Provodnikov made it a unanimous split decision. Provodnikov now 23-3, and 18 KOs. Of course, the fight with Tim Bradley, a war of wars. And then Algeri now 20-0, 8 KOs. Not a big puncher. Both guys are pretty swollen, swollen up and busted up. And what can I say? I, I thought Provodnikov might have gotten the uh, short end of the stick there. The WBO Junior Middleweight title is on the line. Demetrius Andrade just dominated, just rolled all over uh, Brian Rose from the U.K. in his first uh, defense of the title when he stopped him. Uh, seven dominant rounds, no question about it. He was all over him. 21-0 now, 14 KOs. Rose drops at 25-2-1, seven KOs. Let's take it to the Ring Talk phone lines and bring in the man that's going to tell me if Provodnikov, the decision was controversial, was it a ripoff, or was it just standard operating procedure in boxing? Kevin Perry is on the line from ringtalk.com. Kev, talk to me about that score last night. How did you see it? Um, you, you know, when I was watching a lot of the early rounds and, and kind of, you know, normally when I watch fights, I kind of watch them more for entertainment value, so I'm not really scoring round by round. But the fight that I saw was a fight where you could kind of, um, it kind of depended on what you liked. Um, Algeri was doing the better boxing. Uh, Provodnikov was landing the harder shots, but uh, Algeri was landing a lot more. And I think one factor to look at here, too, also for anybody that thought Provodnikov got robbed, I think the fact that Algeri's eye was so busted up, it, it kind of sways your opinion on who's doing damage. And I think uh, after that first round, I didn't really see Algeri get hit with too many solid punches. So it kind of creates an impression on the viewer that one guy's taking a beating when in reality that uh, swelling from the eye came from one punch in the first round. When I went to a boxing judge school or class with the WBO the last few years of their convention, um, Linda Giampa, she's Chuck Giampa's wife. She's a professional judge now. Giampa's retired. Uh, you know, she emphasized that you don't need to look at the corners, and, and the cut has nothing to do with it. Melvina Lathan of the New York Commission said the same thing. You know, what the guy looks like between rounds, if he staggers back, if he staggers back to his corner and falls face, falls face first on his stool, that has nothing to do with scoring the round, Kev. Nothing. No, I agree with you 100%. I think that happens in a lot of bouts. You see uh, certain fighters who um, they just cut. Some fighters just cut easier. They swell up easier. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting hit with harder shots. So sometimes you've got to just look at who's landing, um, who's fighting their fight, which is basically ring generalship. Uh, in this fight, it was kind of a wash because – you knew that um, Ruslan Provodnikov was going to come forward, and you knew that Chris Algieri was going to try to box him from the outside, and I think both guys kind of did that effectively. Um, as far as volume, you know, clean punching, that's where you kind of got to decide whether uh, the one one or two shots around that Provodnikov was landing uh, meant more than, you know, the maybe 15 you know, clean punches, but because Alturi's not a big puncher, his punches don't look like they're having as much of an effect. So that, that's kind of where you got to decide which is more important. Okay, but, so which is more important? Listen, I think clean, effective, uh, uh, clean punching, I think that's, that's foremost. That's what we look for when we score a professional boxing match, even though they've told me as a trained judge with the Association of Boxing Commissions here in the United States, certified, um, 
that we've got to, you know, do defense, uh, effective aggressiveness, ring generalship, and clean punches. But like Harold Letterman says time and time and time again on this show, the HBO judge, of course, um, that clean punches is, is what's all, uh, that's it. That's really the main factor. Well, clean punching is about 80% of it. And I think the other elements kind of factor into clean punching because if you're an effective aggressor, you've got to be landing clean punches to be effective as an aggressor. So, I mean, they kind of all come, come into their own. Uh, defense is rarely factored in, but it can be a factor in a fight. If one guy is kind of landing more shots and not taking anything in return, you almost got to give them the rounds. So this fight was just a case where was uh, Algeria's four or five mediocre shots that weren't necessarily hurting Provodnikov. Um, are those worth more than one of Provodnikov's, you know, uh, perceived clean punches? And in, in my view, didn't seem like Provodnikov was really landing a whole lot of really clean shots after the first round. So you, you kind of got to make a a decision there. Um, I didn't score the bout round by round, so it's kind of hard for me to really assess who I thought won. Um, eyeball test, it probably could have been even. I think the scores were reflective of that. Even though they were kind of a little different, you could have went one way or the other, in my opinion. Kevin Perry of ringtalk.com on the line from uh, Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, I want to bring this up. There was a fighter that died in Utah or Iowa. I'm, I'm not forget which one. Maybe it was Idaho um, a few years ago, and I can't think of his name, but he had 25 straight losses. And Teddy Atlas took to the television screen and screamed up and down and jumped all over the place and said this was an atrocity. You know, the guy shouldn't have been in the ring after 25 losses, blah, 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 blah. Then I looked up the record of uh, Elvira Mariki, who, of course, was – Handled by Freddie, uh, handled by Teddy Atlas at one point in time, and he fought a guy that had lost 21, 24 times in a row. So I guess twenty four was okay, but twenty five wasn't. Twenty five was the point where you cut it off. I just want to bring that one up there. Everybody thinks that Teddy Atlas is such a great guy, and he is. But you know, he he does things for his own guys that uh, I guess other trainers would do as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. Elver Mariki, uh, Mariki now forty and seven. 13, take that back, 40 and 7, 24 KOs. His prevailer, Shawnee Monahan, he pounded all over this dude like a set of drums, man, for unanimous nod. 99-90, 99-90, 98-91. That means 8-1-1 in one scorecard. And uh, uh, in, in, in nine, nine, in the other round was even. Wow. So he didn't he didn't win but one round there, one scorecard. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Kevin Perry is on the line. Kev, what's the... um? What's what's the forecast as far as Mayweather is concerned here? I mean, he did less than nine hundred thousand homes on pay per view, which is like an must be a close to an all time low for him. I think people are finally starting to get hip to Kev. He just isn't that awe inspiring. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you sort of got to watch, got to sort of take like boxing Viagra to get up to watch him sometimes. Well, I think I mean, yeah, I agree with you there, but I think some of the luster is going away because. When guys go into fights about 10 or 12 to 1 favorites, I mean, where, where's the drama there? Um, but my, my daughter did put on a, a very good a performance, and a lot of times what happens is when you have such low expectations of the opponent and he does better than he expects, that kind of makes the fight look a little better on the surface. And my daughter is a good fighter. Um, he's not um, 
a Hall of Fame level fighter, but he is a he's a he's a decent opponent coming off a of victory. <laughs> Kev, you're pro- I think the problem here is Floyd Mayweather is kind of running out of opponents to fight or opponents that he can pick and choose to fight. So um, that's really what the dilemma is here about moving forward. Hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Jorge Arce. He was a winner last night down there in uh, in Mexico, and of course Jorge just keeps rolling. Former 112 pound champ used to walk into the ring. Imagine that he walked into the ring at 112 pounds. I mean, weighing at like one one eleven and nine tenths, and then go out and put on weight. And the next day, when he would step into the ring in a WBC 112 pound title fight, he weigh 129 pounds. Well, that's you know that's how it how it's done nowadays. And Kev, I think, uh, Kev, fifteen pounds at that at sm- that smaller guy. He was he looked like he looked like Paul you know Paul Bunyan compared to the other guy. Yeah, I mean this is really just what's become the norm is guys uh, fighting at unnatural weights, and I, I guess the issue with that is um, some people think it's an advantage for the fighter who comes in heavy. I don't perceive it as always being that way. I think there's times. When having the weight advantage can be, uh, or have, or being heavier and gaining 15 pounds, they can be an advantage. And many times it can be a, a huge detriment. I mean, you see guys and they just kind of put all this water weight on, and you know they what, go Kev? In the ring and they're they're dead. So you, you don't do it, the it depends. You don't do the water weight. I remember one time doing the IVs after after a weigh and sneaking off with my doc, my boxing doctor, Doctor Smith, catch him getting me some IVs and this and that. I mean, uh, so we did that for one weigh in at 139 pounds. You do what you have to do to make the weight, but I, I, I don't believe that guys should be able to go up 15 pounds as far as 112-pound uh, fighters are concerned. Kevin Perry's our I guest. I don't think, um, Pedro, I don't, I don't think fighters should be weighing in the day before. I think they should well, weigh in no. a few hours before the fight. We've, so, we, we, you, and I, you and I have been down that road, and you know we talked about with Greg Serb, who I want to get on the show in the near future real quick, the, the uh, current head of the Pennsylvania Boxing Commission, Athletic Control Board, call them what they want. Anyway, uh... Yeah, I don't believe you wins. No, no, you got you got to hold on. Tower of Power is telling us we got to go to the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Kevin Perry's our guest, folks. The WBO bantamweight belt it's uh, changed hands last night as well. So there's three WBO title fights on Saturday night. The WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Check them out. WBOboxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and. The American Forces Network. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... 
Wait till something happens to your family or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote. 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free 800-473-0563, 800-473-0563. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. This family is at home. But they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. I've been in the ring with the right fighters, and I've been through the trenches. So, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, last few opponents uh, Floyd Mayweather's had, you know, he's hand-picked them. He's, he's had them at the right time and picked them at the right time where he knew he had the upper hand on them. He got to me, you know, the, the mandatory to fight him, a guy that's hungry and a guy that wants to go out there and make it happen. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You mean a real fight? Regulation gloves, no headgear? Correct. Marquis of Queensborough rules. He was one of our chaps, you know. Audrey, where are you? Sounds of the Big Valley. Barbara Stanwyck, what a tough broad she was, man. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. This hour, we step up to the world of MMA in the next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, we come to you Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Saturdays for an hour in which we combine both boxing and MMA. And then Sunday, the Sunday edition, we are for two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the World of Boxing, as I said this hour, on the line from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, one of our webmasters, our webmaster, and of course our writer at ringtalk.com, Mr. Kevin Perry, KP, we call him, and the K and the P, I can't tell you what they stand for, but KP, um, 
Provodnikov, let's go back to him just for a second. Did we just overrate him because of the fact that, you know, he did so well against uh, Tim Bradley and a lot of people think he got shorted there, so we sort of gave him a little bit too much credit? I think a lot of people gave him too much credit. And I think the reason why is when he fought um, Mauricio Herrera, who is, you know, he's a good fighter, but he lost some points to him, although it was a close fight. Bradley, really, except for those first few rounds when he got rocked, I mean, if he would have just went in there and not tried to fight uh, Provodnikov's fight, which is basically uh, his only shot was to win a toe-to-toe battle, Bradley didn't do that. I think he would outbox him easily. And you kind of saw that in the middle rounds of the fight um, when Bradley was just kind of staying on the outside and moving around and Provodnikov was kind of fighting a one-dimensional fight, which he always does. So I don't know if we're overrating him. I just think if he's fighting guys who can box and move, he's going to have a lot of problems. Hmm. All right. Um, but straight up, do you think he got uh, do you think he got shorted last night? I mean, that's, you haven't come to that conclusion. You've like what you've ifed and you bought. You know, did, did he get shorted, or was the decision just? I think it was a just decision, just in the sense that he kind of could have went either way. With um, depending on you know, some judges kind of like volume. Some judges kind of score more for uh, the guy who appears to be you know coming forward. I mean. A lot of the judges nowadays, normally, they score for the guy who comes forward. I mean, the guy who comes forward, even if he's not landing shots, gets the uh, benefit of the doubt. And that, that kind of happened with the uh, the Marcos Maidana fight in Mayweather when uh, Maidana kind of came in like a bull. Wasn't really landing a whole lot of clean shots, but he was imposing his will. And I think that um, sways the mind of a lot of judges and a lot of people watching at home. Well, I'll tell you, maybe it, it may have swayed my mind because, you know, I, I thought the fight after 12 rounds, I'm serious. I watched it with the sound down or the British sound, one or the other, on the feeds. And uh, I, I thought it was an even fight after 12 rounds. I didn't know it was. But when I got to the end, as far as my scorecard was concerned, I looked down. It was six round to six. Now, uh, I may have given my Dinah the benefit of the doubt once or twice here, but I, I really thought that, that he did enough to show that you know Floyd Mayweather's day in the and in, 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 as far as his you know his his peak is concerned that's been gone and he's on the slide now because of a a B fighter you call him an A fighter but I think from if you were to rate him as far as all time boxers were concerned I think he'd come up as being a B fighter in Marcos Medina but um, I think Medina was able to exploit some of uh, Floyd's flaws at this point in time, which are age and legs and all that kind of good stuff and reflexes, and I, I thought he did real well. I don't think he won the fight, but I think if there was it was a call for a draw, I, I would have went with that. I think the referee said he would have went with a draw. One of the judges said he would have been cool with a draw or something like that. I, I think that the draw wouldn't be a bad result. I, I think kind of what happens in Mayweather fights is the rounds that he loses, for example, against Maidana, it just appears that Maidana is imposing his will uh, when when Mayweather wins his rounds, he kind of doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean, he, he lands his punches, and, you know, he's not getting hit a lot. But it's nothing that just blows you away where you're like, you feel like you're watching an all-time great fighter. And I, I know a lot of people will slight me for saying that, but when I watch him, sometimes I, I kind of go back and I think, well, if he was fighting some of the fighters from 30 years ago, I mean, would he really be this dominant? Would he be able to just kind of get by pot-shotting guys? I don't think so. No, you kind of have to put things into perspective. Well, no, because let's be honest, Tommy Hearns would have. Um, I mean, I, I people say you can't match eras in this and that. Well, I've watched both these guys fight. I think Tommy Hearns would just flatten them, just drill them. 
Okay. Um, I think Ray Leonard would have the probably the hardest time in beating of the magnificent trio. I'm talking about Roberto Duran, Ray Leonard, and Thomas Hearns. Now, this is funny. Leonard could beat uh, Duran, beat Hearns. Uh, and I take it back. Hearns beat Duran. And then Barkley beat uh, Hearns, but Duran beat Barkley. I mean, isn't that whole that whole little who beat who and all that kind of good stuff? When you look back at it, especially around those great fighters, Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns and this and that, I just don't think that, that, that Floyd Mayweather would have been able to hang. I think he would have been able to beat guys like Carlos Palomino, you know, and, and maybe Wolf, maybe maybe Wolfram Benitez, but I don't think he could have beat Leonard, Duran, or Hearns. How, how, how do you think uh, Mike McCallum stacks up uh, – against those guys in a, a head-to-head uh, matchup with any of those guys you mentioned? It, it's tough to say because McCallum was so skilled, such the most, the most, oh, man, he was beautiful to watch at 154 pounds. And I think that they all realize that. I mean, that's why he sort of uh, realized that as Cronk, Tommy was getting all the attention, but he thought he was the better fighter. He was doing better things. And as far as being in the gym's concerned, that was back in Detroit. He was a member of the Cronk boxing gym for a while. I think he's the most underappreciated athlete that boxing's uh, put forth in the last 20, 25 years. People do not appreciate Mike McCallum. Oh, I agree, agree 100%. Uh, I remember Emmanuel Stewart even saying, uh, out of all the fighters he trained, that uh, Mike McCallum was the best fighter he ever trained in the gym. And, that, I mean, that says a lot, the amount of fighter, great fighters that Emmanuel Stewart has, uh, has trained in his, uh, his great life as a trainer. So um, Mike McCallum is definitely a guy that gets overlooked, and you know I would have loved to see him against any of those guys. You know, yeah, it, it none of those guys fight. were none of those guys were fighting him, and you and I know it. I mean, they were like Mike who, you know, like one time I asked Oscar about um, Gussie Nazarov, Ozzy Nazarov, the uh, current WBA lightweight champion at the time, and I think uh, Oscar just captured the WBO title, and he said who. He was his undefeated southpaw champion from Russia. He was kicking everybody's butt. And, of course, Oscar would have no part of that. And he would stick around. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. 11 a.m. Pacific time Saturdays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network for an hour of boxing and mixed martial arts. And then we go again Sunday, two hours, boxing for an hour at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And we follow that up on many of these same sports byline broadcast stations, of course, and internet platforms with the second hour, which is all about mixed martial arts, a.k.a. the world of the UFC. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you see those gas prices going up around the country, listen to this song. It was 1975. Here's a surprising summertime fact from Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. 
Get more control over your small business with ADT Security Services during our summer blockbuster sale. Through June 29th, get up to $300 instant savings on select ADT business packages. Get 24-7 burglary monitoring, a motion detector, two wireless cameras, and a lot less worries about your business. Call Star Star ADT from your cell phone. That's Star Star 238. 36-month monitoring contract required for applicable terms and conditions and a full list of license numbers. Please visit ADT.com. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Everybody's mad at the white man. Get guys blowing up federal buildings because they're mad at the government. Got the Latinos, did you see that last week right here in L.A.? Picketing all the networks, you know about this? The Hispanics, the Mexicans, I don't know what the hell to call you this week. But the Mexican people were picketing the networks saying that during prime time you will see no Latinos on TV. What are you talking about? You got cops, you got America's Most Wanted. Why, you have adventures of the Highway Patrol. There are shows for everybody. If you took the time to check your local listings instead of bitching so much, you'll see the shows for everyone. Not you, there's an Asian guy in the front row. After Margaret Cho, you had your shot, it didn't work out. All right, back to the kitchen. Sorry, pal. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I can't take it anymore. I have had it up to here. Check it. 40, 40, make it 41 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Uh, Sergey Kovalov, the man a lot considered to be the best light heavyweight in the world, including yours truly. They call him Crusher, 24-0-1-1, 22-KOs. Uh, comes back to HBO's Championship Boxing on August 2nd. He's taking on Kevin Perry. No, he might as well be taking on Kevin Perry or Pedro Fernandez. He's taking on a guy called, by the name of Blake, uh, the number two capo, Caparello. He's 19-0-1, and get this, with six knockouts. 
So with six KOs, I don't think he'll be doing a whole lot against Kovalov. Kovalov's 31 years old, of course, originally from Russia, now the uh, Florida resident. And once in a while, we encounter each other on uh, Facebook. He doesn't—he isn't really confident in writing uh, uh, about in English. Anyway, he has a 91% knockout ratio right now, and of course, the fight we all want to see is him and the linear champion Adonis Stevenson. Last night. He was a uh, good night for Mexican boxing. It was Jorge Arce, of course, the former champion, 112 pounds, 64, 7, and 2 now, 49 KOs. They call him Travisio, Jorge Arce. Anyway, the bottom line was a former champion at 112, I believe, and at 118. He took out the former, um, I would say, French contender, Jorge La Sierra. I, took a, I did a fight with him on Comcast South, I think, in around 2009 or 2008, 2007, something like that back in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, right outside Atlanta, Georgia. He's now 42-10 and 6 with a 27 KOs. But Arce looks like he's now going to take on the WBC title holder, the guy that can't spell his name, Johnny Gonzalez, J-O-H-N-N-Y. No, they have it wrong here. It's the other way. See, this one publication published his name like Johnny would spell it, but Johnny spells it J-H-O-N-N-Y, which I think is backwards, but as they tell me, in a lot in Latin American countries, that's what's go. We were talking Mike McCallum before we go, went to the break. McCallum, probably the most underappreciated athlete as far as boxer concerned in the past quarter century. But let's go on to a, a young man that we had a lot of uh, hopes for, and then the hopes were dashed by his inactivity, and then there were, he was getting steroids mailed to his house. I'm talking about Yuri Gamboa coming back, coming back June 20th to take on Terrence Crawford in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, that boxing capital. Oh, sir, Kev, you there? I mean, what do you, I mean, talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Sorry, it's just, it sounded like it dropped out. Okay. Um, it's a pr- pretty interesting fight. Um, I like Crawford. He's, he's a good boxer. He's got decent pop. Haven't seen him in with too many great fighters. I, I think I would have been a little bit more impressed by him um, if he would have knocked out Ricky Burns to win the title. Because I don't really think much of Burns. I mean, he's kind of an average fighter for being a world champion. He's a B so, fighter. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a B fighter, and I think that's kind of given him a little bit too much credit. I didn't really see much much in him besides just somebody who's kind of got a, got a pretty good motor, but besides that, he's technically not the greatest fighter. You should have seen the beat the beat down Ray Beltran put on a man, and, and, they, and they burned Beltran. Beltran broke his jaw. They had to put a screw or a bolt or some kind of stuff in his jaw, and now he was carrying steel in his face, some type of plate. Um, Beltran put a beat down on him, a stone-cold beat down, and it was so bad that his promoter, Barry Hearn, said after the fight that the wrong guy got his hand raised or he didn't deserve to keep his title. I mean, you know, when you have your own, when, you, when, when you're a promoter and you come out and you say that about your own guy, he must have looked pretty bad. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, it was a pretty, um, for the most part, one-sided fight. And Beltram, he doesn't have the greatest record, but he's a really good fighter. I mean, when you watch him fight, I mean, he does a lot of things that you see uh, fighters from 15, 20 years ago do. Like the way he slips punches, uh, he rides out punches, uh he moves his head and rides out shots that kind of look like they're landing clean, but they're not. Um, decent boxing skills. The only problem with uh, Beltran, athletically, he's not the most gifted in that department. But technically, I mean, he's, he's a very good fighter. He's actually the guy who should be getting the title shot 
and not Gamboa, but obviously Gamboa's got probably some better connections um, than he's got fifty fifty cent. You're right. He's he's got fifty cent behind him, and you know fifty cent is um, you know he's he's a pretty well known uh, actor <laughs> slash rapper. Uh, slash yeah, I, I wouldn't call him a crooner. You wouldn't call him a what? I'm, I'm sorry. I wouldn't call him a crooner. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I heard that that guy couldn't hold a note if you put it in his hand. Um, but let's go back to Gamboa. Twenty three and 16 KO. Same record as. Crawford, 23-0, 16-KLC. Somebody's record will change the next day, June 28th, Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, boxing coming to Omaha for the first time since maybe the first time ever. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, HBO going there. I don't ever remember HBO in Nebraska before, ever, ever in my life. And I go back with HBO to, like, 1979 in their conception. Um, Cody Martinez, looking back on it last week, okay, the two leg braces, I was told there was only one knee was bad, but they didn't want to be able to expose that one knee, so they thought they would play a coy and wear leg braces on both knees. It just didn't look it didn't look too good for you, did you? And after after wanting to back Martinez and he came in with those those knee braces, that, that wasn't a real confidence builder, was it, Kev? No, I mean it definitely <laughs> wasn't a confidence builder. And, I mean if you're somebody who put put money on the fight and you saw him walk in with the knee braces, I mean, you might run back to the uh, the counter and hopefully you could get a refund. Because <laughs> it's not, not, a, not a good sign, you know, for um, especially for a guy that's 39 years old. If somebody's a little bit younger and they got a knee brace, it might give them a pass. But, you know, I mean, you kind of look like uh, you're on your way out when you got knee braces on. And the sport of boxing is one of those things. I remember, I think it was Emmanuel Stewart who said this one time, is that um, – Boxers just they, they don't want to reveal injuries to their opponents. I mean that's one of the worst things to do. So if he had to come in there with a knee brace, and I'm sure he knows he doesn't want to reveal um, his ailments, but obviously there's an issue there where he had to wear a knee brace, and it's just not a good uh, not a good sign. I mean your opponent's going to go after your weaknesses. He plus you know the three knockdowns of the first round, getting face planted at one time wasn't a good night for the. Argentine who learned how to box in Spain and now lives in Oxnard, California. He is he is retired officially, correct? Um, I don't believe so, but I I think uh, he's definitely going to have to make uh, a decision about that. And I, I think for Martinez, it's the perfect time for him to retire. I, I think he definitely exceeded uh, his potential as a professional prize fighter, considering he didn't have an amateur career. So you got to really give the guy credit, and he made some money and. He seems like he's a pretty uh, humble and, and smart individual, and he'll be able to spend his money wisely and kind of go off into retirement. And maybe he could still be involved in uh, the sport of boxing, maybe on a training aspect or something of that note. So definitely has a future. Okay. Now back to Gamboa. We sort of glossed over this. I mean, the Cuban star, he's been up, he's been down. He's had a couple of uh, fights in which he was knocked down, but he got up. He's, he's, he's a a tremendous talent. I really think he is. What about the steroids and all this kind of stuff? Does that sort of add a, a, a bit of a stigma to him? Um, I think it adds a little bit of a stigma. Um, but I think part of the issue with Gamboa is Gamboa's been so inactive. Um, he hasn't really been in the spotlight too much. So it's definitely something that's probably going to be overlooked. And you kind of know how HBO is uh, with their broadcast. I mean, some of these controversies that arise, you would think, um, you know, as being um, 
from a journalistic standpoint, it'd be something that you'd want to bring up. You know, it's something that would be interesting for your viewers to uh, something to know. More than likely, they're not going to say uh, make any references uh, to that in the fight. I'm pretty sure. Okay, June 21st, Showtime. Gary Russell Jr. versus Vasily Lomachenko. Now I'm just going to go, man. I'm going to I'm going to stick with Lomachenko here. I, I went off on a limb. I know you're going to take Russell, correct? I don't know if I'm going to take Russell. And, and the reason why is I haven't seen Russell fight anybody. I mean, so, some of the guys I've seen him fight were journeymen. And he went rounds with guys that he was probably supposed to knock out. And I, I do understand he's got hand problems. He does have more professional experience than uh, Lomachenko. But when you consider Lomachenko's only had two professional fights, and he still fought his two best opponents are better than the 24, 25 cream puffs that Russell's been fighting. I mean, who's got more experience? Well, so, um, and then Lomachenko's a great amateur also. Uh, I think a two-time gold medal winner. So you kind of got to slide with Lomachenko. But, you know, Russell does have some great tools. I mean, he's got great hand speed. He's a good boxer. I think he's a southpaw also, which I think both guys are southpaw. So it definitely mm-hmm. should be interesting to see how they deal with uh, fighting somebody that's a merit to themselves. Kevin Perry is our guest of ringtalk.com, folks. Uh, Orlando Salido has uh, given up the WBO 126-pound title. This will be about for the vacant WBO belt, 126 pounds. Of course, WBO Boxing. Check out the latest news of the World Boxing Organization at WBOboxing.com. Uh, also on the same card, the ghost, Robert Guerrero, coming back after the Mayweather fight. Uh, I don't know where he wants to go. Take it on Yoshiro Kamagai. You know anything about this Kamagai guy? All I know is he doesn't have much of a chance at, at beating Robert Guerrero. I mean, I just, some of these bouts I don't really understand, but yeah, sure you, it, yeah, yeah, under, you do. Contracts. Kev, Kev, you've got a guy. You sign him to a four or five fight contract deal, okay? You know what I'm saying? You can't get him five killers in a row. So you go out and you get him Kevin Perry for a fight, get him Scott Cuddy for a fight, get him Pedro Fernandez for a fight. Then he fights somebody of note. You see, I mean, that's the sort of way the pattern goes. No, I agree with you 100%. I mean, that's, that's what this fight's all about. I, I don't see why uh, Robert Guerrero would be headlining the card. I think the Lomachenko and Gary Russell bout is really the, um, really should be the main event because it's for a world championship. And it's two guys with great amateur pedigrees. It's an even fight on paper. And Guerrero is, I mean, really fighting a tune-up fight as a main event. And I, I don't think uh, it really warrants being a, a main. I think, yeah, but, but here's what's up. They, uh... The people at Showtime could be looking for a decisive ending in the main event, and they don't know if this Lomachenko-Russell fight doesn't have the air of a 12-round boxing match back and forth. You hear what I'm saying? So they're looking for some finality, I think. I think they realize which fight could possibly be more exciting as far as ending is concerned, and, and the more pundits are picking Guerrero to stop this guy than not to. So I, I think they might have been looking at it from that level. But I think you're right. Devon Alexander's on the card. He's taking on Jesus Soto Carras. Poor Soto Carras, man. Is he like the gatekeeper? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's one of those guys. I mean, if if you were in a profession and um, you really weren't that great at your profession, you'd want to be him because I mean, he sure does get a, a lot of uh, big assignments. But he's tough. He, I mean, he's going to give a good account of himself every time. And I think now that he's kind of gotten, um, he's making a little bit more money. He can focus more time uh, to train for his fights, and I think you've seen a lot of improvement there. He's beaten some decent fighters. He gave Marcos Maidana a pretty uh, 
pretty good challenge, and he stopped Andre Berto. So, I mean, he's kind of, you know, I mean, he's, I mean, he fights rough customer after rough customer. So I don't think it's going to be an easy fight for Devin Alexander, but Alexander's got such advantages in speed, and he's left-handed, and I just don't see Karras pulling it off. Kevin Perry of ringtalk.com. Kev, enjoy your day. Thank you for your time, sir. All right, thanks a lot. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Coming up on many of these same Sports Byline Broadcast stations and affiliates, we're talking MMA in hour number two on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. A 14-by-21-foot shop for under 6000 or a 50-by-100 for under 30000 You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for 129000 You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. Call 800 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229 800-631-9229 
800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Now, I let that mug make a mug out of me, but don't anybody try it again. It is alive indeed on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Showtime, June 21st, uh, Saturday night. I'm looking for Gary Russell to lose, and he's going to get a favorite, I think, against Vasily Menchenko. Menchenko went like 401. A foreigner wins like a one loss as an amateur. I think he's the real deal. I think he's sort of been... Shorted and shy when they put him in with Orlando Salido, who came in overweight and just pushed him around and lumped him up and that kind of good stuff. So he uh, uses his, the fact that he had a weight advantage. He weighed near 150 pounds when he got in the ring, and Lomachenko was near 140 pounds. If you have the 10-pound weight advantage over a guy in a ring, guess what? You're probably going to be able to push them around. That's what happened. These guys will fight for the vacant WBO World Boxing Organization 126-pound title. June 21st, the main event on Showtime, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time. Also on the card, the ghost, Robert Guerrero, young man that spent a lot of time on this show, both early and uh, throughout his career. Of course, he uh, challenged Floyd Mayweather and did do too well in 2013. But then again, not a lot of guys have done too well against Mayweather. He's taken on Yoshiro Kamigal, and that is 147 pounds. And Devon Alexander's against Jose Soto Carras. Devon should probably win that one as well. So it looks like Lomachenko, Guerrero, and uh, Devon Alexander, that's the way Pedro's picks are going down for June 21st on Showtime Championship Boxing, 10 p.m. in the East, 7 o'clock in the West. Until next time, don't forget the website, ringtalk.com. That's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. And if you'd like to download the show as far as the iHeartRadio apps are concerned, go to iHeartRadio slash talk, look for Ring Talk, and download us and bring us everywhere you go. Until then, peace. Peace. 